Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. Today we're back with Survivor 45, episode six, titled "I'm Not Batman, I'm Canadian," said by our boy Caleb, who, by the skin of his teeth, got to the merge. He made the merge, and he has a new buff. Okay, so this is Kathleen. We're back with Julia. No lice issues this uh, this episode. She's here. <laughs> We're recording on Friday instead of Thursday because we saw Alana Glazer last night and it was great and she rocked. Shout out to Alana. Jewel, how are you feeling about this episode? I feel I feel a lot of things. Okay. Let's hear I them. feel a lot of things. I feel 90 felt perfect for me this week. For once. For once, I think there was another episode in there that I was like, loved having the extra time. Sure. Um, I felt really good this week about the 90 minutes. I mean, it was a stunner of a tribal council. Mm-hmm. I-, I feel great. I-, 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 have- I have a lot to discuss. Yeah, same. And two things up top. One, of course, our fixation. I mean, we beg the question, what is a pepperaya? Okay. All right. So I actually that's not your fixation fixation. Okay, good. Mm, It's my it's my fixation in a like this was a word they said and I'm stuck on it. What the fuck is a pepperaya? (laughs) It's crazy to me because I know they've not eaten and their brains are scrambled. But like what word what in what context was she just like I have no like I have nothing. I got nothing. She also says, what's a pariah afterwards? So I don't even think she knew what a pariah was. So it's one thing to not know what a pariah is. Like, she truly just couldn't make out what Bruce said because she doesn't know what any of those things are. She didn't know what a pepperiah was and she didn't know what a pariah was. A pepperiah is a cross breed between a pepper and a papaya. Yeah, they wish. To me, to me. Kendra was on one this episode, just like goofed out of her mind, being so wacky. I feel when I was watching, I didn't love that um, from her. A lot of the crying right after they finally got like a fish and certain things. I was like, oh, a little dramatic for my She's starting. She's starting to grade on me a little bit. But can I tell you what my actual fixation was? Yes. And this is a little bit different from our previous week's fixation, but this is just been on my mind and on my heart in a way that's bringing me pain. And my fixation from this week is Bruce. Okay. Just Bruce. That's a great segue, but okay. Bruce in, tell me. I'm looking at my notes and I have a whole Bruce section of all the times that his masculinity and just like machismo and struggle for power irks me in a way that it was like keeping me up at night you know i agree you know (laughs) i agree i let me just cut in so we can issue um a public apology Uh, fine first i would like to say that the blame is on survivor for editing that scene in the way they did so we're talking about last episode before jake faints Someone calls Jake a fat ass and it ended up being Jake calling himself a fat ass, not Bruce. But the way that they cut that scene, even though I, I've rewatched it now 45 times trying to see it, I still feel like they ADR'd it in. Like, I just I believe that Jake said it because Jake himself tweeted. I said that not Bruce. Don't come for him. 
But wow, that edit was insane. So I, while I do apologize, Bruce, because I went pretty hard on you last week, you still like doubled down this week on things that I didn't love. So I'm sorry about that, Bruce. But now we're about to go on a list of what things we also didn't like about you. Uh, he is just, yeah. And and he should not have gotten any flack for a thing he didn't say. Per, per, Plain and simple. That's it. Totally. Totally. So apologies for that. And Survivor, we're waiting for your apology because I think he probably is getting a lot of um, hate for for fat shaming um, Jake or what came across as fat shaming Jake. All of that aside, this week, I have a lot of quotes written down where he's just I mean, it even starts with him getting the beware advantage and just slowly bringing it up and just not no words, no like just like in this so so performative way that's he just thinks he is playing the best game ever and i cannot wait for him to watch the edits back and see kelly and caleb in the woods just being like no he's annoying me and obviously the couture thing is like ha 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 you know they have it out for each other whatever but like no even the people that you think are your numero unos are not um him calling himself a celebrity what the fuck insane The thing that I think bothered me the most was towards the end, and it was a Katora moment where Katora approaches Bruce on the beach and says, who are you voting for? And Bruce replies, Caleb, because it's Caleb, which is essentially him saying, I'm voting for the person I say I'm voting for, and you're voting for them too, because everyone's voting for them because I'm in charge and I call the vote. I call the shots. It's Caleb because it's Caleb because I said so. Yes, I have a lot to say on this because him like weeping that nobody was talking to him. All we could scream was the phone goes both ways. What the fuck are you talking about, Bruce? Like Caleb says it himself is an archaic view on the game. Like you're only supposed to talk to Bellows. That's it. Like, I don't understand that train of thought. And while Caleb really was going the complete opposite, where Caleb was like pledging allegiance to every single character in the game. That may not be the best, but you need to make friends. You need to try and get as much information as you can, see where the cracks are. And Caleb's playing it the complete opposite. But Bruce is wrong. When he's talking to Caleb, Caleb is like astral projecting into another planet, being like, I can't believe this man is actually acting like this big of a baby to me. It on was this insane. Game. Yeah. That was the other thing that I had a lot of feelings about, too, because he says repeatedly, nobody's talking to me. Nobody's talking to me. And it's like, what are you sitting on this throne that people need to go approach you? Like, yes, I don't understand why you think that exactly that the phone doesn't work both ways. Like nobody's talking to you as in is like if we read between the lines, it's saying that. I deserve to be talked to because I'm in a position of power and you are not. And I understand that he was on the winning team for that, but it's like, right. This is, this is that moment. Yeah. But it's like, no shit. Caleb's talking to other people. You're coming in. Wait, no, no, they didn't win yet. They didn't win yet. It's pre-win that they're that the Caleb and Bruce talk is pre-win. Yeah. Even crazier, even crazier. It's like, Oh, it's yeah. It's when they get to the beach. It's when they yes. get to, they're all at the merge. And it's like, nobody's talking to me. Well, yeah. Okay. Caleb's talking to people because he's, he's in a tribe, a former tribe of two. We've got big Reba, big bellow. And it's like, you go out and you extend an arm out. Like you're, why are you so, I, I just can't with his like attitude. It grates on me so much. And even Kelly is like, he's impossible to play with. And I'm like, yeah. 
I loved that. And I really Me think too. Bruce is going to go home with an idol in his pocket. Like, I hope to God he goes home in the next one or two episodes. Two people going home next episode. I thought it was going to be this episode that two people went home, but it's next episode that two people are going home, which is really nice. But I just want to quickly talk about the idol find because at first when I when I watched that, I was like, that was so easy until you realize that like normally when you find a beware advantage, you keep it to your fucking self and you tell maybe one other person who's in your thing. In this case, Bruce had everybody but Katora on his side. So like she was miraculously not there. And so they got to just dig and dig and dig. The Jake of it all was the best part of that because you even <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't your fixation because Julia's blushing even me at the thought of me saying the Jake losing his ring and then winking at people. It was so hot. I loved it. You're <laughs> right. That should have been my fixation. But like, it, I don't know. Maybe he'll do something cute next week. Yeah. Um. But so now Bruce has that idol. It was an easy find. It was very interesting that he almost didn't find it because then I was like, well, what happens then? You know, but I listened to On Fire with Jeff and he says that there's the fine print that says if you make it to the merge, like if I, I actually forget the exact wording, but basically you get your vote back if you make it to the merge, you know, so he's fine. The beware of that was like almost no, no consequence. Yeah, no consequence at all. Yeah. So uh, but I mean, I don't know, like timing wise, it could have been as soon as Sabaya left was when it was planted so maybe they would have had a couple episodes but they just didn't find it to the last second which made it interesting because he had 10 minutes to get it um but yeah so bruce has that it seems like in the next week on the it's either between bruce caleb those are the names being thrown out um and there will be two people voted out so i assume there's going to be like split into two tribes next week based on however they do the challenge and then one from each tribe there will be like Someone from each tribe will win immunity, like a normal tribal council, and then one by one they'll they'll go through each tribal council. That's what I assume they've had that before. Um, yeah, I think it's right because it's crazy that we're already at the merge and we're on episode six. Like I just, it's all happening very fast because there's agreed. There's still twelve players left. Um, I think they do need to start pick it up, axing people more quickly. Yeah, this is where it starts to like we really get some momentum. Um, I want to circle back to the ten minutes to leave your beach. Do you feel sure. like it's a, a disad? I feel like they should all be going to an, a brand new beach because it, how totally is agree. it fair that two tribes have ten minutes to gather and go, and Reba is just chilling and like making welcome signs? What if they had stuff buried in the woods that they need to like? excavate i just feel like that's an unfair totally. lean towards one tribe. totally i think like it's it's unfair but it's also fair in the fact of like would you rather go somewhere brand new and have to build from scratch at least they have like established living situations at reba that you can kind of yeah but like I've, bruce I've, yeah i've seen i've seen seasons where they get to pick which camp to choose and you and you like pick the better one because it's like, Jesus, they have nothing at that camp. Definitely go to this camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one more thing before we talk, yeah. before we leave. I just loved the Jake Ring thing. I thought that like he's a theater uh, kid, which I didn't know before. Like I didn't read that. I didn't realize that he was a theater kid beforehand. And I love that. His acting was 10 out of 10. When him just being like, man, come on. Damn it. <laughs> 
It was so good. It was. He should yeah. get an Emmy. I mean, I agree. Has the show got an Emmy. It was amazing. I, and it was it was amazing. It was cute. It was charming. The wink like set my heart on fire. I I loved it. I loved it. Everyone's gotten hot on this speech. <laughs> Significantly hotter. Truly. Yeah. There was a moment I was like when Kelly's like washing off in the ocean, like all the dirt. And she's like, oh, that's a bruise. I'm like, damn, girl, you look good. I know. And you then know who Emily's else? looking good in the mud. Yes. Yes. Emily we- looked good. Looking good. Caleb's always looked good. I mean, I need to I, get on that beach. When were you watching this morning? I said to Alex, I was like, Emily looks great as a brunette. She goes with the mud in her hair. I was like, yeah, she's brunette now. Like, I think she's always kind of brunette. But like, I just liked it. I was like, yeah, she looks good. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Okay, so right now we're basically in merge limbo. They think they made the merge, but obviously they did not. One more person's going to go home before they know that they're all at Reba camp. I have some quick notes to rip through. Um, Kendra sobbing at the fish made me like, like go yuck. And then two, two, uh, Bruce and Emily talking through the comments from the boat. I thought that like what Bruce said was so funny and I didn't write it down, but he was like, what you said on the boat was what you wanted to say in your head. And I'm like, and she goes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He's like, I believe that you believe what you said. Something crazy. I believe that's what you wanted to say in your head. (laughs) And you said it. And she's like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the two of them. I would have loved to have seen them on like the swap tribes and like add Katura in there. And that would have been just. Let me just say. Two episodes ago or so, they do a tribe swap, right? I don't think the merge was earned yet. Like, I needed a few more episodes so they can actually make connections. Everyone just got back and was like, peace to their old, to the people they met on the new tribes and was like, see you later. I'm not bonding with you. Nothing like, stuck. Nothing no, stuck. Like, Kendra and Emily aren't are, like, Emily may have been the only one to make a lasting connection, mostly because. Emily's a loner and she voted for Caleb in this tribal, meaning that she was watching her back being like, you know, listen, if everyone's voting for Caleb, he's my boy, but I got to show face here. Like, I can't just like be the only one to vote for Jay, which would have gotten her out. That would have been crazy. Like the one vote for Jay and it was Emily that would have put such a big target on her back. So I'm glad she didn't. Uh, But I don't think anyone made any lasting impressions. Like all the teams were basically just like, all Bella or all Reba plus one person is it, just very like, I don't know. I, I the, the tribe swap didn't do it for me. I almost wish they just took Sean, Emily and Caleb and like put them on Reba and Bella. Like, you know what I mean? It, like it, it's basically the same exact thing. That's exactly well, what yeah, happened. That's how it almost. shook out pretty much. But like the tribe swap was cool, but I needed it to last longer. I just feel like it was kind of a bust in that no lasting connections were made and no one ditched their old alliances for the new tribe. Like there just wasn't enough time in order to do that. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. I mean, again, I feel like that's now that we're at the merge and I don't know how next week's episode is going to go, but when we get to individual, like it, that's when it's really every man for himself. So I get that it felt like a little bit clunky and like maybe we needed more time, but it still felt slow at the same time. 
Um, we're just not in the groove. And I think it's like, it's the same way that like almost in checkers, you can like, you move forward and then you can move back and then you yeah. can move, or whatever, whatever the fuck. Sure. I don't know. Any, any board <laughs> games. Can you do that? Can you move forward? And you back? can't move backwards in, in checkers, but you can move backwards in chess. You in can chess. move backwards in, in checkers. If, if you you're double the other end. Yeah, yeah. If you're doubled. It's like everyone was just moving forward to move back. To, there was no, there was no real, like nothing exciting happening. Yeah, because agreed. things were established and no one was right. I mean, we saw it in in Brindo being like nerd alliance and Drew just being like, nah, dude. I mean, they brought us to the speech to try to like do something like that, but I'm not going to. I'm not falling Correct. for it. But I do think that and and it's true that the Reba four, the core four, as Brazil calls them, um, this episode is true. Like he says, we're the strongest four, and that's a hundred percent. I really do think that those four are going to go as far as they can with each other. Like they trust each other. The two girls being D and uh, Mama J and then, and then Drew and Austin. Everyone thinks Bella was Bella strong, but it's actually Reba who is a strong core four. I mean, Jay went home this episode and we'll talk about the tribal, but like I would say Sifu is on the chopping block at some point, mm-hmm. but he's, he's delusional that like he's Reba strong as well because Mama J so flawlessly going along with the plan at the at the feast was so good. I mean, we must have missed it must have happened off screen of Jay telling Sifu. And that's interesting. Like the fact that that wasn't shown to us is like it must have been clunky. It must have been like not good TV because why wouldn't they show that to us? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But um, speaking of Reba, Austin not letting go of the amulet and the sandwich is pissing me off. Me too. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's cute. No. I don't think it's like, I'm not trying to make this a thing. Like, I feel like everyone, maybe everybody was like on the edge of their seats waiting to hear our fixation. And maybe they thought it was going to be sandwich. It was never going to be sandwich because it's not <laughs> funny. Cute. No. Yeah. And, you know, it brings me it, it. I think the amulets are just stupid in general, because like we thought, he's strictly gunning for Kelly and Jay now. He's like, more power for me, not my name, not my alliance. Who the fuck cares? Get them out. You know what I mean? Which makes total sense. Kelly makes a comment this episode being like, if we get Jay out, that just like strengthens Austin and I's, um, you know, amulet power. So I don't know. It it doesn't matter to me, even for one second. I kind of just wish the amulet to be washed out. I feel like Austin or Kelly is just going to end up with an idol, and it's going to be like, okay, cool. They could have just found an idol somewhere. Yeah. You know? Let's talk about Emily and Caleb. I was happy to see them reunite, Mm -hmm. but they didn't talk about Sean, and they didn't ask anybody about Sean. Oh, yeah, we did want to see that. We really did want to see that. Maybe they're just like, listen, I I think Jeff was probably so pissed about the departure that he's like, I don't want what... He's dead to me. Don't mention his name. Yeah. Like he gets no more. He gets no more airtime, screen time, mentions, whatever. Um, I loved their little connect. I think that Emily has proven herself to be very faithful to Caleb. Um, yes, again, is similar to how we saw an earlier jungle moment where she says, this is not Emily trying to save her own ass. This is Emily trying to save your ass. Yeah. We get another one of those moments where Emily pulls him aside. She's like, they're gunning for you. They're coming for you. Caleb says, what about Bruce? And Emily says, oh, he doesn't like you. He's 100% against you. Sorry. <laughs> and it's just like, so matter of fact, I'll slip in the sorry because I think that this is how 
humans need to speak to one another. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. I love you, Emily. Um, I, she's like, I only I mean, know ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah so these two are a really strong two and probably the closest alliance besides drew and austin as a two and then d and mama j as a two like those are the strongest six and then of course the other four have the foursome which makes them stronger but emily and caleb there's way too many people in the game for those that alliance to matter yet like it just doesn't in the scheme of like blindsiding people or getting anybody out like it's yeah. just not unfortunate because it like we talked about last night when we watched or on Wednesday when we watched Caleb's in such deep shit after his antics at tribal but all it takes is like one day one yep. moment one name being thrown out one person fucking up to get the attention off of you and I think there are yep. other threats in this game I don't think it has to be Caleb every tribal. I think it can be Austin one tribal or Drew one tribal. You know what I mean? Like these people are strong. So um, I don't know how he skated by this. He's the luckiest bastard. He really should buy a lotto ticket. But it was, I don't w- want them to go I home. was geeking. I we was were geeking. geeking out. So you want to say how how this went down? Yeah, you t- tell it, please. Because well, so we, as we've mentioned before, we host, um, we do a rotation of everyone in our little survivor group, and we make each other dinner, and then we watch, and then we have tech time during the commercials where we take <laughs> our notes and all the good stuff. So we were over at Lean's, and the internet connection was not grand, and we don't know if it's the internet or if it was Paramount Plus. Yeah. Alex will say Paramount Plus. I think she's wrong. I think it was my house. Oh no. Don't don't tell her even though she listens to this. Anyways, so we kept we kept buffering, we kept freezing and getting, you know, shitty audio. So it crapped out a couple times on us and it crapped out during tribal council and we pulled it up on the phone because you had been recording it on your phone and we pull it up as Jeff is reading. Caleb is safe and we flew <laughs> off the couch lost our shit five of us gathered around a little tiny iphone it was so exciting i mean it was, it was excellent beautiful. it was excellent because i think there's only one other time and i can't recall who it was that a shot in the dark worked we've only had it a few it seasons, was jamie right? i know oh oh did she play it in like the first tribal yep yep she and it was and Matthew. She and Matthew both played. Okay, I recall that, and we're being like, "What kind of fucking game are these two playing?" It's so yeah. stupid. Neither of them were getting voted for. No, and she cried because it was history for someone turning over the safe scroll. Now it was that's the first appearance of a safe scroll turning over when someone plays their shot in the dark. Okay. But this week's episode was the first successful nullification of any votes. Let alone, let alone the most votes. votes in Survivor history being nullified, according Fucking to somebody insane. who said that. I saw yep. that on Twitter, like Mike Bloom tweeted it or something. Awesome. Crazy. Crazy. They were we so hyped, too. I mean, I rewatched it again, obviously. And the moment where Jeff says that Caleb is safe, Sipu sh- shoots out of his seat. Caleb jumps out of his seat. Emily turns around and goes nuts. Kendra's pretty hyped. The only yeah. person yeah. is poor J. Maya, just head in her hands, like so fucking defeated. I was 
feeling for her in that moment. Yeah, I I really feel bad for Jay. I feel like she, she didn't. I don't think she deserved the, the like being on the bottom as much as she did. I don't know. No. All it takes is like the first day you get picked with your tribe to make a connection. And I feel that she just didn't make that worthwhile connection. And then the whole time she was at the bottom with Sifu. Like, I don't understand. Her how, aside. I don't understand how they even thought that she was. A strategic threat. A strategic threat to me is is it almost overlaps so closely with a social threat because in order for people to take you seriously, you have to have some social prowess in order to get them to like you, know you, believe you, trust you, whatever. And that's like the like how are you strategic without the the interpersonal stuff and she lacked that to me so i'm like why is caleb saying that why did everyone think she was a threat i do not know she also i think that people are it's crazy to me that nobody is thinking to to the next stage in this game to saying oh i could be here an individual challenge keep her around it's why are we not thinking about that to vote jay out now especially reba okay i'll tell you there are only three people out of all 13 left and then take Jay out. So three people of the 12 people who are eligible to vote for Jay who have a reason. Austin because of the sandwich, which is stupid. And then Kelly because of the um, amulet. And then Sifu because he thinks she voted for her in the last tribal. And I don't know if Sifu ever found out in the game that D was the one who wrote his name, but I'm sure he's watching now being like, you motherfucker. But totally agree jay was a weak player she was so weak in this challenge that's the only notable thing i would say from the challenge is that she was just slow moving through the mud and i don't I, girl i would be so claustrophobic i would be i would have drowned in that damn mud i understand it like but when caleb gets desperate at tribal and throws out jay's name we all gasped. We were like, "What? Why?" We thought he's he sealed his fate in that moment. A hundred percent. Like he had nothing to back it up, and he says the phrase, "I might be the biggest threat here, but I'm not the biggest strategic threat." And everyone's like, "Who said you were the biggest?" Threat? <laughs> Jay handled herself amazingly after he he threw her under all four tires and ran her the fuck over and then and backed up. Backed over up. Once he ran up to the vote and said, Jay, at the, and then at spit the on her. Oh, that was funny. It was really funny, especially because he did not cast a vote. He nope. just pulled a shot in the dark, which is so funny. The tribal was goofy. Like Caleb really talked himself for being a salesman. He did not do a good pitch. It makes that was no not sense. his finest moment. It was not. It he was said not the good. three girls on Reba are the biggest threat. I, You're kidding. I I think at that point, you really are just grasping for straws. You're like, what? Who can I say that's not me? Right. Yeah. Um, of course, then D like gets all snappy to him. And I'm like, oh, gosh, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of work to undo. I I think he can do it. I really like I am gunning for this guy so hard. I love him. Me too. I me love too. him. D made a great point, though. She said, like, if you're a loner, like, where's your home after this? Like, yeah. what's your plan? I thought that was great because she's like, you said my name and now you're beat. But it's also, like, who cares? Why do you what does it matter to you? Like, maybe I'll just stay a loner and then I'll I'll I'll, sc I'll scrape through every tribal. Maybe that's my plan. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why do I need to have a home? 
It's interesting because when Caleb sweeped everybody, like he got the sweep, everyone voted for him. When he pulled the safe, it's like everyone was mind blown. But, you know, it's still Caleb. So they like Caleb. Everyone likes Caleb. And that's the problem. The problem is he's so likable. It's not that it's like a Russell type where everyone's like, fuck, like we fucking hate Russell. He's a piece of shit. He's annoying around camp. Like he's just like toxic to be around or like a Natalie from David and Goliath where you're like, oh, my God, all she does is boss us the fuck around or how I assume when people all get on their wits end about Bruce would be if he like pulled an idol and he's saved and you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. At least they could be happy for him because he's they were a sweetheart. Hype. He's yeah. a sweetheart. Like mm-hmm. he's he's so likable, and that's why they don't want to be next to him. These dum dums. Nobody nobody had the foresight to like say what if he plays a shot in the dark. What if he went? Like we need to. Well, they think did. These they did, but their their only thing was make him think that it's not him. That was their only strategy into getting him to not play the shot in the dark they had no backup plan that said hey if we need to throw one one vote two votes someone else's way in case he does who's our second jay maya why didn't she write down anyone else's name if you thought the vast majority was going to go you thought he was going to play his shot in the dark you could have had your one vote be the thing that saved you yeah you know that's an that's an incredible point. I never even thought about that. But it's like whoever Jay should have put Sifu's name down because he already exactly she, she voted for him. That's excellent. That's an that would have been so divine if she sorry she could not have voted for Sifu, but someone within her. Oh, you know. Fuck. Okay, so yeah. true. so true. See, that's kind of why I'm like, I I can't I wait these. until it's just individual immunity because Agree. like these like there's. There's 12 people who are no 13 people who are eligible to vote and only could vote for six people. It's so lame. I'm like, put them all in. I want to see all of these people. I wanted to see how many votes votes Bruce was going to get. Like, I needed to Mm -hmm. see, you know. Yeah, I I need individual immunity. I'm so excited that we're going to start getting individual immunity soon. That's when Mm -hmm. every season I watch, which have all been a binge except for 43, 44 and 45. Same as you. I like mm-hmm. I'm chugging through until we get to the mm-hmm. merge. I'm like, let's go. Let's get to a point where we're like with the core people making like really strategic moves. Because in the beginning, you're just kind of like, I don't know, like we could probably vote for Jay. Seems easy enough. Yeah. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. I love Survivor, but this is where it really starts heating up. Agree. Can't wait. Yeah. I mean, let's just keep it with with the live tribal. So we have some other stuff to talk about in between, but let's just keep it here since we're talking about it. The Emily and the Jay scramble. What did you think about just this scramble of like all of a sudden Emily was super happy that Caleb pulled that. But now Emily is like a possible person to vote for. Like, what did you think about this whole thing? Oh, it's so fun. Um, It's very schoolyard, right? Like it feels Mm -hmm. very like playground um, warfare. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Um, Jay felt way more desperate to me in her. I mean, I, I need you to put down Emily. I need you to put down Emily. I need you to put down Emily. I need you to, like, it was like, that was, it was just on repeat. And Emily's standing there next to her, like, I, it, it, it's so uncomfortable watching them now knowing how they voted. Like, she'd be like, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm on board, 100%. Yeah. And it's like, it sucks. It's really sad because I think she probably, I don't know, she was probably had kind of given up hope that 
I think she knew. I think she knew it was coming. She saw the writing on totally. the wall. I mean, you can see when she casts her vote, it is so she is just absolutely already defeated. It is. Yeah. And in the montage at the end during credits, when they show everyone's vote and they're like talking, like they're like expressing and they're like sh- holding their vote up to yeah. the camera. And she just like shrugs, holds it up. And she just looks like she needs to eat a cheeseburger yeah. in the worst way. And I'm like, send her home. Yeah, girlie's at Ponderosa eating a cheeseburger right go, now. Go, girlie. So go. That's home. fine. Actually, I think she's a vegetarian, but she oh, just oh, yeah. looks she's like she needed to chili. be away. A vegan chili and Merlot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I do think that the only lasting relationship that was made was Emily, Austin, and Drew, meaning that I do think that when it was between Jay and Emily, like Drew and Austin were probably like, Emily is a a far better resource than Jay. Like, no one likes Jay, which is unfortunate because I thought Jay was sweet. Like, even in the beginning of this episode, she's like, should we do a welcome for everyone? And they're like, we're tired. We're not doing that. And she does it. And it looks great. And you just, no one's enthusiastic about Jay, which is, I don't know. I don't think she deserved that. And I think she could have been, like, funny. And I thought, honestly, I think her brightest moment on the show was her talking to Caleb in this tribal. I think her being like, that's really interesting, Caleb. And being like, can you all just like look at what he's doing right now? Like he is being insanely strategic. And if you guys don't see that, I I just don't know how you could like see that. This is crazy. I can't believe every single vote was for Caleb. That is. It's stupid to me. Idiots. Do you think they're going to be able to tell that there was one less vote that like Austin Oh, Emily's on the case. Okay. Emily's on the case. Yeah. So his is officially a full-fledged idol, which again, it's like in these situations, you know, whoever finds it, I guess it's different. But Austin does never never needs to vote in any of these because he's not on the bottom. It's so crazy. And the, he doesn't. The majority is a thousand to one. Like it's it's fine. Yeah. It's just he's just running around. He's just running around in his like little undies yeah. and just like looking good and looking good it's funny because actually we should talk about this alex maybe said that drew has been following austin's lead but i disagree i think drew is the more of the mastermind between that partnership 100 i think i think they're they're both good players but drew's the clear front runner here drew always has something to say like something good and like articulate to say like in in the Mm. tribal when he's like we we just got to see what your home runs and what your strikeouts. And everyone was like, okay, Drew, that was not I bad. I think he like, I think he like came with, with like quit once he was, yeah, he, came, he, he prepared, he practiced, he rehearsed, he wrote down a bunch and he put them all in his pocket. Totally. Yeah. Basile. I think, we, Basile. I think there's some <laughs> Brazil. I think there's like a few things um I wanted to talk about, which is anything in the challenge. Cause I have like if we don't want to go challenge, I have something that I want to say that might be a little Ooh. controversial, but I think let's, you're gonna be like, wait, you're right. Let's save that because um, I liked Kelly saying there's a bunch of big dudes and I've never been afraid of big dudes. I think that Love is her. worth noting on the pod. I think uh, Kelly's emerging agreed with you saying she looks good. I also thought that and her big eyeballs were doing it for me. Gorgeous eyeballs. I was like, um, her eyes look beautiful right now. Yeah. Queer icon. Love her. Um, and Everyone's then looking hot. they are. I didn't like that. The losing tribe just never got a merge meal. Like, I don't like that. I think everyone deserves the merge meal. 
I mean, I guess in in past, like this has happened before, but I feel like the merge meal should just come after this night. Like J Maya goes home and then everyone gets the merge meal. You know what I mean? After tribal council? Like or the next day. You know what I, I mean? I think they will. I think that they will. No, they are that was meal. the merge meal. That was the merge really? meal. Jeff literally said, You get the merge meal. You cannot be voted out. You have immunity and then but and you have the power to oh. vote. Don't yeah. they like send them a picnic basket with like stuff? Or is that at the end? They usually do, but oh well, at the end when there's the last two or three, they get like a yeah. little picnic, like a breakfast mimosas. Uh, yeah, it's cute. I like that. I just love watching these savages eat. Like watching these people eat sp- spaghetti and like Ew. have these like noodles with these like big old forks just shoveling in their mouth. I was like, Yeah, I want to watch that. I want to watch that. I like that. If they put a beer or a glass of red wine in front of you, would you imbibe? Okay, so that's another thing they talked about on Jeff's podcast. Rick Devin oh, really? was like, they asked, like, would you indulge? Like, what's the oh. point? And he was like, listen, you you would say from your couch, like, no, don't eat that. Don't don't drink that. Like, you don't you want to be on your game. You want to be whatever. Like, don't over overindulge. You'll get sick, whatever. And Rick's like, at that point, like you're missing your family, you're missing your everyday things. You want any semblance of normalcy and you can't help but indulge. And I'm like, that yeah. makes total sense to me. You're telling me me and you would be guzzling that glass of wine. Me and you would be <laughs> fucking whacked out of our minds if we got a glass of wine after 13 days of starvation and, and fucking about, Italian food. How about when they used to give them like a bottle of rum? I mean, in that's um, wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I've seen like the one where they had just like barter for people in the town um, (laughs) or season seven. They had bottles of like moonshine and shit and they were drinking it all the time. Remember in um, uh, Gen X millennials when what's his name? The cop got like fucked up. Yes, he was was having beers and he came out. Yeah, (laughs) it was awesome. (laughs) It was and he came out to um. Zeke. What's his name? Zeke. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I've been waiting to watch Game Changers because Zeke's on Game Changers and I loved Zeke. Yeah, I need that one's on my list as well. I've been like saving it because I want to watch a few more before before I hop into 34 so I don't get spoilers for the people who are on 34. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. I'll never get to watch Winners at War until I catch up because that's, like, that's literally a, yeah. spoiler city <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for 20 seasons or 18 seasons, however many people are on that. Um, But Anyway, let's see. Yeah, the the challenge wasn't even close. You could tell who was going to win just by how the team shook out. I mean, Katara picked the right team. You know? Yeah, I, I that's all I had to say. So why don't you just shock me to my core right now? <laughs> here's what I here's what I was thinking, and I've been thinking this for a couple episodes. That sometimes I think these people forget that they are playing for a million dollars. Okay, explain. I get a feeling that what has become more important to a lot of people that they cast is the game itself and like living this experience and like, like being like playing a good game and like they want to go far and they want to be part of the survivor community. And like, if they win, that's great. They get a million dollars. But like, I, I miss the days where people were like, I got I got six kids and I'm a truck driver and I need to bring this money home to my family and not in a sob story way, but in a way that's like, I am willing to do whatever it takes because I need this money. Yep. hundred percent. Even at the end, like 
I haven't seen any of that. You're so right. Because I've seen a lot of final tribals where people are like, I've got three kids. I've got this. I've got like my parents are sick or something that's like, I need this. Like that's part of their final tribal kind of pitch. Whereas you don't see that anymore. It's all about like, what did you do in the game? And why did you deserve it? Sometimes it could be like pretty evenly split. And it's like, this guy is like, He's he's got a great job and he's a single man versus this woman who like needs this money and has a gigantic family that could like it could change their lives. It's like I'm picking as long as it's not like insane differences. Like I think that does matter. How do you feel okay? Let me ask you a question that kind of goes on top of this. How do you feel about the segments where they show you people's lives at home? Do you like that or do you think you don't care about that? Like it fine. I don't like when it gets a little too like American Idol-y and it's like everyone has to have their story in order for them to be interesting or like yeah. cast in the first place, which sure. I don't know that that's the reason. Um, I don't mind it. I think it's it's a nice insight to get, um, especially as it, it as it ties into the narrative that the story that they're trying to tell while they're on the beach. Right. Like, I don't need to know if it's random, but I just feel like these people would play the game and still play as hard and want to win if we told them like this year you just you just become the sole survivor you know what I mean? yeah yeah i totally agree with that i need some more connivingness i need some yeah. more no one's actually being like i'm here for a million dollars that's what everyone used to say like no i want the million saying, dollars no one talks about it it's crazy to me no they're here for friendship and like the experience and like i want to be playing the best game that ever lived these people be on would- survivor these people would pay to be on Survivor Correct. versus They'd get pay. paid to be on Survivor. Correct. Yeah, no, I And I in totally fact, agree they did. In fact, they did pay. They paid oh, Adam wait. Klein. <laughs> I wanted to tell you that, oh my God, on, on fire, Jeff being so sassy, he goes like, I guess all those trainings paid off. And then he goes, if you can't tell, I'm being sarcastic. And I was like, honestly, they did pay off. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's like, how do you know, Jeff, that, Caleb isn't acting this way because Adam told him to. Like, I get it. Caleb's Caleb's a good dude. Like, he he would be a killer at this no matter what. But, like, Adam did work with him. So how can you separate what's Adam and what's Caleb and what's training and what's not? Because his track record is two quits now. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brandon did not quit. Yes. Brandon Sean did, did quit. quit. He may as well, though. <laughs> <laughs> yep yes no i agree with that i mean dang one more day in the game or three more days or whatever it is gets you that much more money too like people get paid for survivor even if you're not the winner and you get paid more really yes you get paid it was just top three google this like quite a lot and i because i always question it and i'm like are people getting paid for being on survivor and it's like yeah you get paid no matter what or per yeah, but it it could be like you know whoever goes home first it, if it's uh, who was it brandon no no hannah uh, hannah hannah may have uh, honestly jeff's probably still holding on to that check in spite but um <laughs> maybe it's two thousand dollars or something stupid you know what i mean but then if you come That's in not like, stupid to me i'll take you know, it jeff i know i know but yeah. i mean like 10th yeah. you could get paid ten thousand dollars or something like there's tiered i'm i'm sh- i think I could be speaking. I'm going on the show. Yeah. 
No, I'm not. Okay. Anything else we have to talk about? Next next week, we just get like two people are going home and then D shouts out Caleb's name and then other people are saying, Bruce, you got to go. I think Jake says that he wants to go for D. Does he? I'm pretty sure. Interesting. That's a, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Out of the blue. Which means they must have been on opposite teams. I don't know. These things are like you're so coded with like you can whoever's saying Spoilers this person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you really mm-hmm. dig into it. We haven't done this in a while. Like, do you want to pick a winner? Yeah, let's pick a winner. I'm going to go with. God, I don't want to go with him, but I'm going to go with Drew. Yeah. I mean, Emily. I said this. I said this last week Um, in like just the edits that I think people are getting. I'm going to go rogue for this one. And I'm going to say Mama J. I would adore if Mama J won this game. I need her to break. I need her to have a breakout moment, though. I do think that she plays well. And she's just because she's not necessarily getting the top like spot right now. I think if D does get booted at some point, I think Mama J will emerge as a butterfly because I think that mm-hmm. she knows the game. It, like in the earlier episodes when she's like, why the fuck would we get Sifu out? What do we just want to lose every every game? You know what I mean? Like. I think that's a great pick. I love Mama J. I think she's excellent. She's probably, besides Bruce, our oldest, which would mm-hmm. be great for, like, you know, inclusivity and older woman winning. Mm-hmm. When's the last time an older woman won? It's been a while. I don't know. They've, they've definitely won, but I don't know them because I've only seen 10 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so I would love to Mama see that. J. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I definitely think, like, unless people really catch wind of Drew's, like, being probably the most strategic player in this game. Like, I feel like he's he's doing pretty good. Like, he specifically didn't bring up Caleb to Bruce this episode. And he's like, but it's music to my fucking ears. Like, love to hear it because that's exactly who I want it. But he's not going to be the one to put names out there first because that draws attention to you. So, yeah. 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 Yes. Wee uh, wee. Oui, oui. Any final pepperias? No, I have no more pepperias. Um, I just like I have a crush on Jake. That's all. As you should. As you should. <laughs> I have a crush on Kelly, so we can <laughs> we can both. Have I do one. as well. All right. Well, that's the episode. We'll be back for episode seven. Two people going home next week. All right. On three, name two people that are going home next week. Ready? Off Wait, I can't think of anyone's one, name. Two, three, seafood, Bruce and, and Jay. Bruce, Jay's and gone. Bruce and D. <laughs> Bruce and D. <laughs> Another letter. Okay, perfect. Put it in stone. I said Sifu and Bruce. Okay, I'm saying Bruce and D. Okay, love it. All right, that's the episode. Four steps. Who the fuck is going to sing down? Now that Jay's gone, four steps down. Who's going to sing the down part? That praying mantis. Me, I guess. The praying mantis. (laughs) All right, we are Binge Chen TV. And thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 